from India's largest newsroom. I'm Arun George and this is the Times of India podcast. What if, right? What if I do not what if I do not get the H1B done? What if I have to apply again? That's Panth Vijayvargiya in a YouTube video about why the H1B visa system to get into the US is broken. He's not the only one complaining. People working in the US have been putting off their trips because they can't be sure they'll be able to get back into the US quickly enough. Parents wanting to travel with their children studying abroad are stuck in queues. Hiring and projects are being reconsidered in light of visa delays. To give you a sense of why all of this matters, even when the delta wave of COVID-19 struck India in 2021, nearly 4.3 lakh Indians traveled to the US, and that number was 71% lower than what it was before the pandemic hit. Nearly 2.7 million or 27 lakh Indians have immigrated to the US over the years and lived there. Thousands of Indians work in the US on work visas. Ishani Datta Gupta wrote about this problem with getting visas for the Times of India. We started by asking her about the different kinds of visas that you would need to enter the US. There's the no, the work permit visas, uh, you know, the H1Bs. A lot of Indians are on these visas in the US. There's also the L1 visas, which are also work permit. And then uh, there are the student visas. Uh, there are the F visas for you know thousands of students go to study uh, in the US from India every year. Uh, so all these three categories are also non-immigrant visas. Um, and then of course uh, there's the visitors visa B1, B2, which is used by tourists, uh, people visiting on. Uh, conventions meetings uh, but not to work there so if you are a professional the h1b visa or the l1 visa is what you need to work in the us of the two visas ishani says indians are the largest category of professionals getting h1b visas for the fiscal 2021 indians got 74% of the h1b Uh, visas which were uh, issued and h1b visas every year uh, there's a cap there's only 65000 uh, h1b visas which are given it's against a lottery but um, uh, as in fiscal 2021 74% of that were indians the uscis uh, the us citizenship and immigration services in 2020 had released a figure altogether there were 6 lakh people on h1b visas in the us what this essentially means is that people who are on h1b very often are the same people who would apply for green cards now green cards are not non immigrant visas they are permanent residence uh, status so the when a person gets a green card uh, they are not a citizen but they are a permanent resident of the us and h1b is that sort of preferred way of getting two citizenship Yes uh, it it is one of the very important pathways for sure 
several Indian professionals, they go to the U.S. Uh, to work for various countries. They go on the H-1B visa. Then again, there's another category of Indian students who are getting degrees from U.S. Uh, universities who are already there in the U.S. When they finish their studies, they get jobs with companies there. They would also be on H-1B visa. So they are also adding to the number there. So, um, Yes, it is one of the very preferred ways of going to the U.S. Uh, and getting citizenship there. But Ishani says that even if you do apply for the green card, it's not like the waiting time is short, given the number of Indian professionals there and the proportion of Indians being granted permanent residency. Lots of them would have applied for green card and were waiting for green cards. Some of them may leave in a while, you know, after their work assignment finishes, but a, a huge majority will be probably waiting on green card queues. And the green card queues for Indians is very, very long because, uh, you know, because of certain policies which the U.S. has, the percentage of uh, green cards that are given to citizens of a particular country, there's a proportion. India cannot... Uh, get the, a huge majority of green cards. And because the Indian applicants are huge in number, that's why uh, Indians are on the longest waiting list for green cards. So at any given time, there'll be thousands of Indians who are on H-1B extensions in the US waiting for a green card. And that wait could go into several years, even decades sometimes. Ishani explains that even if you do get this prized H-1B visa, it's valid for a certain amount of time. And then it needs to be renewed every year. The first time that you get a H-1B visa is for six years. After that, it has to be renewed uh, every year. In the meantime, what has most probably happened is that your company has filed for your permanent residence or the green card. So your petition has been filed and that petition will go through several stages. It will get accepted, etc. So once your petition is uh, accepted, then, you know, you have a status. But the fact is that your H-1B has to be renewed every year. But there is a technical feature with the H-1B visa. If you leave the U.S., you have to get the visa stamped by a U.S. embassy before you enter the country again. So when, you, when you're visiting India, when you're visiting home, before you leave, you go to the U.S. embassy or the consulate, which is near your residence, and you get the visa stamped before you leave. That is very essential. That process used to be a lot easier before the pandemic struck. An Indian professional working in a company was visiting. They would uh, seek an appointment online before they came and uh, they would quite easily get it. They would go and uh, there was an interview and, uh, you know, the papers got processed fairly fast. So what happened when the pandemic hit? Since the lockdown, the embassy was closed and the embassy started getting a huge backlog. So now, for processing that uh, those papers before you can get your visa stamped, you need to get an appointment, which has to be booked uh, online and preferably booked before you come to India because dates are uh, available several months later. 
if you start you know applying uh, looking for a date today it's very likely that you'll get it uh, maybe in september or even later so that's a huge problem you know in any case many of these uh, indians who work there because of the lockdowns and travel bans etc they couldn't travel for several months now when they want to travel they are finding that they are not getting these appointments uh, so you know planning a visit is becoming really difficult Purvi Chothani is an immigration lawyer with offices in Florida and Mumbai. Ishani asked her about the various factors that have contributed to this backlog. They are facing a shortage of funding because visa officers are paid from visa fees that they collect. If no visas are processed, they don't collect fees and then there is no money. There's also a shortage of foreign services staff across the globe. There are some 67 odd um uh, positions that are vacant. This is a huge number considering that the worldwide force just is of a few hundred. So that's another problem and the third problem is that we are in rotation season just now and the new officers generally will take up their job in July. The officers expect that there will be more visa appointments available post July. One more thing to keep in mind is each visa officer is interviewing 120 people for non-immigrant visas a day so they are also under a lot of pressure to uh, get their job done and to clear the backlog So has there ever been such a delay in processing visas No this has never happened before because you know the embassy was not uh, in lockdown for a long periods of time the embassy and the consulates they have staffing issues so they don't have the entire staff working as in a pre pandemic situation so the embassy is working very hard but uh, despite that there are long queues not just in h1b in several other categories in fact the united states they brought in a new rule to deal with this as in they said that interviews will be waived off in person interviews have been waived off for several categories including most of the h1b visa holders who are seeking to get their visa stamped in india but even that is not helping matters because if your interview is waived uh, you still have to go and drop off your papers so that they can be processed now that is called a drop box facility even that has a long queue you won't even get an appointment to go drop off your papers uh, at the drop box facility for several months the advice that the us embassy as well as all immigration experts and lawyers are giving uh, to all these people and probably their employers as well their hr departments are also probably telling them the same thing that don't go until you're able to book an appointment ishani is part of multiple indian diaspora groups in the us i asked her about how this delay in getting their visa stamped is affecting working professionals there and what they're saying about it all these people they are indians and they have families here as it is they have a difficult situation because many of them are stuck in these long uh, you know uh, green card queues now since the pandemic they were not able to visit home uh, now that flights have reopened again things are better but they are still not being able to visit india they have families in some cases 
you know, old parents, parents who are sick, who have some surgeries, which they were waiting to schedule when the children come home. Sometimes there are emergency illnesses. And those are really, really sad cases because they won't be able to come when their uh, parents are seriously ill because uh, they are not sure of uh, what's going to happen uh, if they don't get their uh, visa stamped. There are cases of families where uh, both the spouses may be on H-1B. So they have to separately uh, get um, appointments. Now, uh, it could be that one gets it, the other doesn't get it. Then there are the children. So, you know, when a child turns 14, that would be a dependent child, on uh, dependent on one of the H-1B parents. But... Um, even for a dependent child, once they are 14, they need to go for an interview and get their visa stamped separately. So now for a child, you need a separate interview. And that is a face-to-face interview, which is almost impossible to get. So it's a very, very complex and very tough situation. It's also tough for the employers because if an employee goes away and is gets stuck in another country, uh, you know, it could be very difficult for them as well because a lot of work can be done from an offshore location, but some work cannot be done. Ishani says it was particularly bad in the worst phase of the pandemic in 2021 when many people had to come to India. Ishani says that because of the delays, many people are just not traveling back to India. The ones who have jobs are mostly not uh, traveling. Uh, There have been very sad cases where a parent has passed away. There have been cases when young people, they were supposed to come back before the pandemic. They were planning to get married. Their marriage plans have been put on hold. Engagement plans are on hold. Last year, when there was the... Uh, India, the situation of the pandemic was horrible and there were many deaths. There have been cases when, you know, the uh, children just came back because one of their parents had either died or was seriously ill. Um, But and after that, they did get stuck. There have been one or two cases in which there has been very high level intervention from the government of the particular state where one or two people were able to travel back. Families had got separated. Now that has eased a little bit. Dates are being given. It's still a matter of months before you can get a date. Even right now, and despite the backlog, Ishani says the US embassies are prioritizing student visas and the H-1B visa backlog may ease only by sometime next year. The US government has actually indicated that they expect that around middle of 2023, things could perhaps ease off to the extent that they may reach a somewhat similar to pre-pandemic timelines. What complicates matters is... uh, Like, for instance, the student visa now is the student season. And, you know, there are thousands of students. Last year, there were, I think, 60,000 plus Indian students who got visas and who traveled to U.S. universities. So right now, they are the priority. 
all embassies and cons- the embassy and all consulates are working towards uh, giving student visas and student visas require interviews so that's a huge uh, you know burden on all the missions in india so right now the students are the focus so all dates the students are getting other dates are uh, practically almost impossible to get maybe around september the other categories could start getting more dates but it's not just the h1b visas even those planning to go to the us on business visits have been struggling to get visas ishani says none of this will ease until around 3 months from now so the us gives a 10 year usually it gives a 10 year b1 b2 visa b1 b2 covers tourism as well as family visits short term engagements like attending a conference not working definitely but you know even business people who are going for a meeting or something like that they also can travel on a b1 b2 visa so that category all new visas in that category as in people who require an interview who are applying for the first time would certainly need an interview so that category was completely shut but now the us government has started giving dates i think from september new b1 b2 visa applicants are getting interview dates that category for instance covers in many cases parents of h1 h1b visa holders um of even green card holders for that matter parents want to go visit their children probably they've never gone before so they didn't have a visa now they are applying for a fresh visa then again there are parents of students want to go with their children to help them settle down or they want to go for the graduation of their children so Uh, you know all these people so far for the last two years were not able to travel at all not even able to plan anything but now uh, from september probably they will also start getting dates today's episode was produced by jairaj singh sunai marathe and anuja singh for a daily spotlight on people ideas and stories that matter subscribe to us We're available on TY Plus, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, email us at typodcast at timesinternet dot in.